0: دع الايام تفعل ما تشاء وطب نفسا اذا حكم القضاء ولا تجزع لحادثه الليالي فما لحوادث الدنيا بقى وكن رجلا على السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته ما Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, who fashioned Adam and created the creation. He beautified the earth with vegetation and he placed stars in the constellation. He set the night and day in perfect alternation and our months and years are set in duration. He revealed to us his speech as a revelation and he sent to us a religion for our salvation. So it is Allah and Allah alone we worship and it is to him that we direct our prostration know that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has commanded us to be conscious of him when he says in the Quran ya amanu wa la mutunna illa wa antum dear muslims one of the most effective tactics of our enemy shaitan one of the most effective tactics of shaitan is to utilize the psychology of sin against us we all commit sins It is in our nature to commit sins. Mankind by nature is not perfect. Mankind is sinful. Every one of us falls short of our obligations in different ways. Some of us more than others, no doubt. But there is no perfect human being amongst us. Allah did not create us to be perfect. Some of us have habitual sins. Some of us are addicted to certain sins. Some of us are involved in major sins and every one of us, without exception, is committing minor sins on a daily basis. We say things we shouldn't say. We look at things we shouldn't look at. We do things we should not do. We disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and shaitan comes along and he takes those sins and he uses it to drive a barrier, a wedge, between us and our Creator. He whispers to us, waswasa, and he tells us, there's no point, it's useless, you're a sinner, why are you even trying to repent, you're never ever going to be perfect, just give up. He encourages us to throw in the towel, and to take on a much more pessimistic attitude about ourselves and our lives. And sometimes, he comes to us at our worst moments, when we feel low, we feel our battery needs to be recharged, we feel spiritually empty. And instead of turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, shaitan comes and succeeds in letting us throw in that towel, and in wanting to give up. And when that happens, dear Muslims, that is the point in time that shaitan has won and we have lost. When we throw in the towel and we say, there's no point, khalas, I'm never going to be perfect. There's no point, I might as well just be as I am and not attempt to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Dear Muslims, realize that we are Allah's design. We are a product of Allah's qadr. And Allah created us This is a very deep topic Don't misquote me, please Allah created us And it is in our nature to sin If Allah had wanted He would have sufficed with the angels Do you not know that when Allah announced to the angels that I'm going to create mankind, even the angels questioned, Why would you do that, O Allah? Why would you create an imperfect species? Why would you create a species that's murdering and plundering and raping and pillaging? And here we are, O Allah, worshipping you day and night, praising you day and night, doing tasbih day and night. Why would you create an imperfect creation? And what did Allah say? Inni Alamun, you're gonna to have to trust my wisdom. I know I understand what you will never understand. Allah created us by our nature to not be perfect. It is ingrained in us. We are not the types of creation that the angels are, we are not the types of creations that the sun and moon is. They are non-sentient beings. We are a unique creation, we are a creation that is different from all of the others. And in our creation. There is a manifestation of many of Allah's names and attributes that are not manifested in the other creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You see, dear Muslims, you see, yes indeed it is true that we are the will of Allah, our nature is the will of Allah, but that doesn't mean that Allah loves sins. That is not a justification of the sins that we do, no. Rather, it is to make us hopeful of the intended consequences of our sins, which is the repentance and the turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah does not love the sinful, but Allah loves the penitent and the repentant. Allah does not love sin, but Allah loves the remorse that is the consequence of the sin. And in that... Many of the names and attributes that are not manifested amongst the angels or amongst the non sentient beings can be manifested in us. That is why our Prophet ﷺ said, Hadith in Sahih Muslim, amazing hadith. Lawla this is a shocking hadith when you first hear it. Were it not for the fact that you commit sins, Allah Azza wa Jal would take you away. لَأَذْهَبَ اللَّهُ بِكُمْ Were it not for the fact that you commit sins, Allah would have taken you away and brought forth a new creation. Why? Does Allah love sins? No. Then why? Allah would have brought forth a new creation that commits sins. Why? Then they would ask istighfar. And then Allah would forgive them. This is one of the most important wisdoms in the creation of the Banu Adam Allah does not love the sinful but Allah loves the repentant and in order to be repentant you must have gone through what sin so it is not the middle stage that Allah loves it is the final product many of us we get stuck in the middle and we don't realize that's not the goal that's not the end we are all going to be in the middle. We are all going to be in that state of sin. That's not where we need to stop. We need to keep on striving. We need to keep on pushing forward and work our way until we become amongst the penitent, amongst the repentant, amongst the tawwaboon. Our Prophet sallallahu wasallam explained to us that Allah does not love sin, but what does he love? Hadith is in Bukhari and Muslim. min Allah is happier at one of your tawbas one of your repentances. Then he gave that beautiful example of the person who was on the camel traveling in the desert with no other hope except on his camel. His food and water is there. The camel runs away, he's alone, he thinks he's gonna die, starve to death, literally dehydrate to death in the desert. Then he discovers his camel and he jumps up for joy and he loses his mind and he says words that are words of blasphemy and Allah will forgive him because he lost his mind. The Prophet said, you know that man in the desert, how crazy he was of happiness? Allah azza wa infinitely better and more perfect than we can imagine is happier at one of you Not the sinner not the one when he does the sin at one of you when you turn to him in repentance the angels don't repent the Sun and the trees and the moon don't repent they are not sentient beings we are the creation of Allah azza wa jal that Allah made so that the, the, the category of sins will take place. And Allah does not love sins. But Allah is happier at the repentance. And Allah loves to forgive. Innallaha <laughs> Allah loves the one who repents. Our Prophet wasallam told us the dua that we make in the... Ramadan, this is what Allah loves. Allah loves not the sinner, but the penitent, the repentant. And the repentant person, by definition, must have committed sins in order for him to repent. Therefore, dear Muslims, we need to understand that we cannot let shaitan win. We all feel down. We all have our sins. We're all battling with our own personal battles, our own inner demons. This is the reality of being a human being. But we cannot let shaytan win and we stop middle of the way. No, we have to keep on pushing forward. We have to keep on trying our best and realize dear Muslim, that we should never give up hope of Allah's mercy. Even in our sinful state, we are surrounded by Allah's mercy. We are surrounded by Allah's mercy. Never let Shaitan feel that Allah has abandoned us Allah never abandons us Allah's mercy encompasses all of us wasi'at my rahmah encompasses every living being even as we sin dear Muslims even as we sin Allah's rahmah is encompassing us we should appreciate and feel Allah's rahmah and how merciful Allah Azza wa Jal is even as we disobey Him subhanallah how merciful is Allah we use the very blessings He has has given us to disobey him We use the wealth he has given us We use the body he has given us The hands he has given us The tongues he has given us The eyes he has given us We use those blessings And we do things he does not like And not only does he continue to provide Not only is our rizq still coming forth But he covers those sins From the eyes of other people He is the sitir He covers those sins Even as we commit sins We, are, we should be aware of the mercy of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Realized as well That the people of Ta'if were sinful And Jibreel offered the Prophet To destroy them But the Prophet Was more aware Of Allah's names and attributes Allah does not love The people of Ta'if At the time of their kufr But Allah loved them When they repented We are better than The people of Ta'if InshaAllah We didn't reject The Prophet We didn't pelt him with stones Yet if Allah can forgive them And Allah is happy At their repentance Then how about me and you Dear Muslims Allah forgives all sins. The, the brothers of Yusuf plotted to kill their brother. They threw him in the well. They abandoned him. Surely me and you, are, we didn't try to kill our brothers and abandon them in the well. Whatever your sins are, Allah Azza wa Jal is merciful even as we commit our sins. Allah allowed us to commit those sins from his qadr. He doesn't love those sins. But even as we committed those sins, Allah's Rahma was still around us. The fact that we feel guilt, the fact that our conscience is pinching us, that is a mercy from Allah. It is a blessing from Allah. The fact that we feel distance from Allah and we feel an emptiness, that emptiness, it is a blessing from Allah because we realize we need to turn back to Allah. We realize that nothing can satisfy us like our connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No sin, no pleasure of this world will make us as happy and as content as our connection with Allah. The very fact that we feel guilt Guilty. The very fact that we feel empty That is a blessing and a mercy from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because Allah wants us to come back So He puts in us the guilty conscience He puts in us the emptiness Because He wants us to come back to Him And He doesn't want us to remain in that state Therefore dear Muslims Even as we sin Realize that Allah azza wa Jalla's mercy was always there It was there before the sin It was there during the sin Do you think it will be lifted up after the sin? Dear Muslims Allah does not love the sinful And Allah does not love the sin But Allah loves the repentant And once again I keep on saying What is a repentant person? He is a sinner who has come back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So return to Allah, return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and constantly ask him for forgiveness for he is indeed the ghafoor and the rahman. May Allah bless me and you with and through the Quran and may he make us of those who is verses they understand and applies halal and haram throughout our lifespan. I ask Allah's forgiveness, you as well ask him for he is the ghafoor and the rahman. Alhamdulillah, all praises due to Allah, the one and the unique. He it is that we worship, and it is his aid that we seek. He is the Lord of the oppressed and the one who answers the dua of the weak. Dear Muslims, realize that to give up hope of Allah's mercy, to feel that you are too sinful to be forgiven, that feeling it is a bigger sin than any sin you could have possibly committed. The sin of giving up on Allah is a bigger crime than any crime your body and my body could have ever done. Why is that? And by the way, this is a hadith. Our Prophet ﷺ said, "Akbarul kabair." You know, there's something called kabira, which is a major sin. Murder is a kabira. Then within the Kabira, there's something called the biggest of the big sins, Akbarul Kabair. That is a very small list. Akbarul Kabair, number one, Al Ishraqu Billahi Taala. You worship an idol. This is Akbarul Kabair. Number two, rahmatillah to give up hope, to despair of Allah's mercy. This is number two on the list. To feel. Like shaitan wants us to feel that what's the point? You're too sinful. Allah's never going to forgive you. Just live your life and just face the consequences. That feeling in and of itself is a bigger sin than a lifetime of all the sins that your deeds can possibly amass. Why? Do you want to understand why, dear Muslim? Because by saying that Allah cannot forgive you, You have magnified your own ego and your minuscule infinitesimal presence to such a large extent that you are challenging Allah's Rahmah. Who are you and what is your sins compared to the Rahman? Do you understand what it means to say Allah can never forgive me? Have you lost track of who you are and who your creator is? That you dare challenge Allah's Rahmah and Allah's Maghfira? You mere mortal can never challenge the Rahman. So for you to say Allah cannot forgive me, who are you to challenge Allah's Rahmah? And that becomes a bigger sin than a lifetime of sins. The despair that the sinner feels, it is not from Allah, it is from Shaitan. Shaitan wants you to feel hopeless, Shaitan wants you to feel useless. That is not from Allah. Allah wants you to feel guilty, yes. And Allah wants you to turn back to Him. And in that turning back, and in that repentance, there lies our salvation. Dear Muslim, dear Muslim, Allah's names and attributes are so many, and the bulk of them, the majority of them, center around Allah's merciful nature. The most common names in the Quran center around the merciful nature of Allah. He is the Rahman, He is the Rahim. He is the Ghafar, He is the Ghafoor, He is the Mannan, He is the Karim. Do you not understand when you're dealing with a Lord like this, how can you possibly give up hope of maghfirah and rahmah? That is why Allah says in the Quran, قُلْ يَا عِبَادِيَ الَّذِينَ أَسْرَفُوا عَلَىٰ أَنفُسِهِمْ لَا تَقُنَطُوا مِنْ رَحْمَةِ O oh, my servants, Allah speaking to us directly, me and you directly. He's speaking in the first person. He is directly talking to us in the Quran and he's calling us, Ya عِبَادِيَ my servants. We are the servants of Allah. And he addresses not the righteous, not the prophets, not the best of the best. He addresses the sinful. عِبَادِيَ أَسْرَفُوا anfusihim. Oh my servants who have done so many sins against their own soul He is addressing the lowest of the low That's me and you, the sinful And he is saying La تقنطوا من rahmatillah. Don't give up hope of Allah's mercy Don't give up hope when Allah speaks to you directly And he addresses you by your most accurate description This is my most accurate description Those that have committed sins against themselves أسرفوا على أنفسهم. That's me Allah speaks to me directly And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says Oh you sinful person Do not give up hope I shall forgive all sins What more do you want What more do you want When Allah has described you As specifically as you can And Allah has spoken to you directly And Allah has said Don't give up hope I am there And I shall forgive إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَغْفِرُ الذْنُوبَ جَمِيعًا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرحيم. Allah forgives all sins for Allah is ghafoor and Allah is raheem Have we forgotten what our Prophet wasallam told us? That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has promised us Ya Ibadi, O oh my servants you commit sins day and night and I forgive sins day and night. Oh my servants, if you come to me with an earth full of sins, I shall come to you with an earth full of forgiveness. Oh my servants, if you come to me with your sins piling all the way to the heavens, and then you worship me without committing partners, La ilaha illallah, I shall forgive all of them. And then the hadith says, وَلَا أُبَالِي And I don't care how many your sins are. I don't care because you are not dealing with someone like me and you is going to count how many sins you are not dealing with somebody who is petty who is insignificant you are dealing with al rahimin you are dealing with khairul ghafirin you are dealing with the ghafar and the ghafur allah doesn't care how many sins you have he just wants you to turn back to him and to repent to him and to raise your hands and say rabbi them faghfirli rabbi them faghfirli istighfar and tauba this is what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants now all of this dear Muslims, is not to justify sins. Please don't misunderstand me. billah. Allah does not love the sins, but Allah loves the repercussions that comes from the heart of the righteous when they commit sins. So don't aim to commit sins. But once you've committed them, once they're in your past, use those sins to motivate you to turn back to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Dear Muslims, if Allah wanted to create us in perfection, we would not be human beings. We would be angels. But we are human beings, it is in our nature to overall be sinful. Don't embrace sins, always fight them, always feel guilty about them. But never give up hope of Allah's mercy always turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala no matter what you've done no matter how constantly you do it even if you have a habitual sin do not let shaitan make you feel worthless and useless even if you have a habitual major sin do not let shaitan come between you and your lord because nothing can come between you and your lord if you only turn to him constantly do istighfar use your sins to motivate yourself to do other good deeds yes the ideal is to avoid all major sins yes the ideal is to not have any habitual sins, and that is the rank of the Salihin. The Salihin, the Awdiyah, the Ambiya, they do not commit major sins and they do not have habitual sins. But if you cannot get to that rank, if you cannot get to that rank and you have habitual sins, if you have major sins that you are doing do not drop everything and think you are a failure. Still continue to strive and struggle. Repent to Allah Azza wa Jal even as you're a sinner. Lift your hands to Allah and acknowledge your sin. Constantly make istighfar no matter what you are doing. Use those sins to motivate you to do good deeds that you would not otherwise do. And realize that if that happens there is still hope for you. So many traditions in this regard. Do you not know the hadith of the prostitute whose life was full of sin but she knew she was a sinner and she fed A dog, some water, knowing that she's a sinful person, but she wants to do something good, and just because of that, Allah forgave her. Do you not know the hadith of the other major sinner? Prophet mentioned there was a man who did every sin in the book, but He would be generous with his loans. And if somebody he gave, he was a rich man, plenty of money, lots of sins. But he would give people loans. And he would tell his slaves, his servants, hey, if they're not able to pay the loan back, don't worry, forgive them. I am more in need of Allah's forgiveness. On the day of judgment, Allah said to him, you did that? I am more merciful than you. I shall forgive you like you forgave everybody else. This was a sinful person. He used his sins to do good deeds. And because of that, Allah forgave him. Dear Muslims, do not give up hope of Allah's mercy. Do not despair of Allah's Rahmah. Constantly turn to Allah. Constantly make istighfar. Do whatever good that you can do. And yes, strive for perfection. But realize, we're never gonna get there. Allah didn't create us to be perfect. It is not in the perfection that our mercy lies. It is in the intent and the striving in that perfection. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of the salihin. Allahumma inni da'in fa'amminu. Allahumma laathirna fi hada yawm bi dhamman illa ghafarta. Wala hamman illa farrajta. Wala daynan illa qadayta. Wala maridhan illa shafayta. Wala asiran illa yassarta. اللهم اغفر لنا ولاخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم, الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين نبي سوى فاجلهم بنفسه وجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأبرم بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكته قدس وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من جن فقال عزم من قائل عليم ان الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا ايها الذين امنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وانعم على عبدك رسولك محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين عباد الله ان الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والاحسان وايثاق القرب وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعيذكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى اكبر واقم الصلاه يا من أجبت دعاء نوح فانتصر وحملته في فلكك المشحون يا من أحال النار حول خليله روحا وريحانا بقولك كون